Radio 92.3 is the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Jan Casey. I am here with Stephen Schmidt from Key Marine Center and also George Stone, Boat Smart. Yep, here we are on another beautiful Friday. Isn't it gorgeous? It is. It's uh, it's great outside. Oh, it's so pretty. And don't be telling me how you're going to go get on a boat today and go have lunch. Well, actually, <gasps> we went out last week and it, I was, know. Uh, it was nice out there uh, right after the show. Uh, my friend Jeremy and I jumped on the boat and headed over to uh, Pensacola Beach and hung out a little bit and just uh, enjoyed the day. But it got rough coming back. It, it was, did? Yeah, the wind was kicking, and uh, it got rough coming back. But we enjoyed the ride. It was okay, you know. Uh, so, yeah, it was a good day. I always say a bad day on a boat is better than a good day on land. Yes. You know? It is. So, I agree with that. And I'm telling you what, I, you could tell that the full moon's here tonight because these people, when I was coming in <laughs> to the show today, they're just driving crazy. I, I don't know. It's like. You know, they can't see that big black dually Chevrolet coming up behind them, and they just pull right out in front of you. So, I don't know. That's another reason I like to be on the water. Yeah. Get away from them crazies out there driving them vehicles, you know. So, another reason to be on the water, right? There's always a reason to be on the water. <laughs> yep. And, hey, all my listeners, they have all kinds of reasons. They'd be fishing, hanging out, camping, whatever it is, you know. So, that's awesome. You are listening to Boat Smart. It is a call-in show, 850-437-1620 is the phone number. You can call or text. Maybe you have a question about uh, your boat. Maybe you have a question about our uh, Marine Service class over at Georgetown Technical College or any other classes out there. I can hook you up with the right people to talk to, and uh, we can get you set up for a new career out at Georgetown Technical College, and we're more than happy to help you out there to uh, maybe find a path. Um, you're, maybe you're on a wrong path right now. Maybe you're looking for a different career set, and George Stone can help you out with that for sure. We are sponsored by Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida. Key Marine located at 5621 Bayer Road here in Pensacola. The phone number, 850-492-0487. Key Marine Center, your Yamaha Mercury and Suzuki Repower Center. Special discounting prices on all Yamaha, Mercury, and Suzuki motors. I went on their website this morning, and uh, they got their inventory on there. So you can go to their website at keymarinecenter.com. Check out their website for uh, all their inventory, the engines they have in stock. They have smaller motors as well as larger motors in stock, Mercury, uh, Yamaha, and Suzuki product there. So that's your go-to place for repower and repair. Customer appreciation discount right now, 20% off of labor for boat and motor repairs. Uh, the discount will run until January 8th of 2024, and that's a great time to save money right now. If you're not using your boat right now because of the, all the stuff we got going on here in Pensacola, the fares here, it always slows boating down, it seems. Uh, it slows everything down, traffic, all that. You know, I'm not a fair <laughs> fan, <laughs> but, you know, and, uh, you know, so sometimes when the fair comes into town, things start slowing down. You think, start thinking about that, and then you start thinking about Thanksgiving coming up and Christmas and all that stuff. Now's the perfect time to get your boat serviced by Key Marine. Take it out there, set an appointment, save 20% on labor. You can save a ton of money right now out at Key Marine. Key Marine Center specializes in service repair on all Mercruiser, Mercury, Yamaha, and Suzuki products. They have trained technicians that can provide top-notch product service and repair. And you can also check them out on Facebook. I think everybody's on Facebook. I yeah. think, you know, most people are. Anyway, I'm the instructor over at Georgetown Technical College. Georgetown located at 2400 Longleaf Drive here in Pensacola. GeorgestoneCollege.edu. They have that chat feature on there. If you go to that chat feature, uh, you can get a hold of myself or any other person out at Georgetown. It's a great feature to uh, connect with us and check out the website. We have all our information on there, all the different classes. 
Uh, I, I've lost count. I think we had 22, 23 classes out there, different programs you can take. And uh, they try to fit your needs, your schedule, uh, to make that happen. You know, last week I talked about uh, uh, Blazer Boats and job interviews and opportunities for students. And I uh, actually had a, a student, Haley, who interviewed uh, yesterday out at Blazer, and they hired her, and she will start on Monday. And that's just a good thing. And what they're doing is they're going to work around her schedule and uh, to for school so she can stay in school full-time and work over there at Blazer Boats. And uh, my business partners really help us out a lot by doing that. They know if they can give them training in the field as well as us giving them training at school, that they have uh, a bigger opportunity moving forward and learning. Mm-hmm. So it really works well. I uh, actually reached out to uh, Georgia's Marine Electronics this morning. I have another student had I've seen an ad that they're looking for someone. And uh, so I reached out to them and said, hey, I have a, a student that's interested in working at your place. Can you work around our work schedule or our school schedule? Mm-hmm. And they said, we will definitely talk about that. And, you know, when, when they do that, the dealerships and, and businesses do that, it, it makes you realize how much they care about the students and their education. And I'm a very appreciative of the fact that we have businesses in our town willing to work with my students uh, to make sure that they stay in school, to make sure they learn, to make sure they have a great opportunity in the marine industry. So we're really pleased about how our relationship uh, with our businesses is working uh, as far as the Marine Service class and all the uh, different classes out at Georgetown. They have business partners that they work with. I'm just partial to mine because I have a ton of business partners that I work with all over this area all the way down to Panama City over in Orange Beach you know just everywhere and uh, next month on the 14th we're going to have our advisory meeting and uh, we'll have several people sitting around a table uh, and we're going to give them a nice meal and everything we'll talk about that more as we get closer to it but these the people out of our industry comes to that meeting and we talk about what they need and what we need and how we can help each other to build employees for them so it's really cool that we get that opportunity uh, to sit down at a table, enjoy a nice meal that's pr- provided by our culinary class, and they do a great job as well. And then going down to my classroom and talking about you know what we have down there and showing them around. And then I have several that are going to stay over and talk to my students when they come in. So it's going to be a good opportunity next month uh, for them to come in and talk to my students and hang out with them and uh, try to get them to come to work for them. So that's going to be a, a good time for that. You know, I, I get text messages sometimes when I leave here or, or somebody will ask me in passing. And uh, you hear me say F-150 all the time. F, mm-hmm. the, the letter F-150 and, or F-250. Right. And uh, it's funny that I had a couple texts. You guys working on trucks over there or what? And I started to realize that when I'm talking, sometimes I have to think about, okay, am I talking about something that somebody doesn't know anything about? you know, or, or they don't understand what I'm saying. I have to take that same principle into my classroom as well as I need to put it on the radio mm-hmm. as well. Because if you don't know what an F-150 is, I usually say F-150 Yamaha and you would think, okay, what is that? That's a, that's a four stroke Yamaha. If they put the F in front of it, it's the model okay. of that motor, right? So the F means four stroke. 150 is the horsepower, and of course, the, the you know the manufacturer is Yamaha. So sometimes when I say things, we have acronyms in our industry. Uh, a lot of times, the students, you know, you look at them, they got this blank stare on their face, and and uh, we talk about acronyms and things like that, like W O T, 
is an acronym. Would you know what W-O-T would mean? I have no, no idea. No guess. Wide open throttle, you know, and that's, yeah, that's where you need to be all the time anyway. Wide open throttle, you know, and we talk about the wheel. And when, we, when I'm talking about students, we're talking to them, I'm talking about when you're swinging a wheel and they're like, what are we talking about here? And I said, that's the prop, the propeller, the wheel. Oh. You know, so acronyms are important uh, in our in our learning experience. And uh, when I was talking to, to a couple of people about the F-150, I said, I got to mention that on the show because, you know, if I'm talking about something and you don't know what I'm talking about, if you're listening and you don't know what I'm talking about, shoot us a text and I'll try to explain it to where you can, you know, you, you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about because I'm sure a lot of listeners – are probably not even boaters. I'm, you know, and I'm maybe I'm turning them to being into boaters, you know, by their listening. I talk to a lot of people who don't own boats, but they listen to our show. And they say it's very, uh, you know, informational, sometimes entertaining, you know, comedy wise, sometimes maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But anyway, you know, so if you, if I say something and you don't understand what I'm talking about, it's, I tell my students, if you, if you have, a, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to stop me and let me know. So I can back up because, you know, when you've been in this industry for such a long period of time, you have all this information that you've gained. And when you're trying to put it out there to students that have not been in this industry, it's, you know, sometimes you, and I don't mean to say over their head, but they just don't understand. And you have to explain it to them. We were running a boat out in a shop. The, uh, I think it was uh, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday night. And I had one of my brand new students up in the boat. And I didn't even realize that, well, he, he was up in the boat. I didn't put him up there. He actually was up there, and we were, we were running the motor out, and I'm working on the motor with the students. And uh, I climb up in the boat after we'd ran it out, and he had his biggest smile on his face. And he says to me, he said, this is cool. And I says, you think so? You know, he says, yeah. He said, I've never started a boat engine before, you know. And I was like, really? He says, no, I've never. I said, you've never been in a boat now he this is fresh out of high school okay i don't know his exact background you know and all that but he says no i've never been in a boat before and i was like wow i said well you're going to get in a boat because the boat we were working on is our shop boat we had it donated and we're working on that boat and we're, tr- we're getting it ready to take students to the water so they can understand how to operate the boat we're actually going to rig one of our f-150 yamahas on the back of it and get it ready to go. And we're going to redo the interior, everything, not the interior, but all the electrical. We're going to gut it, put all new electrical in it, and get it ready to go. And then we're going to take it to the water and practice backing in and out of the boat ramps and putting it in the water, putting it on the trailer and off the trailer. And I'm going to do that with the students because they really need to know that. So we'll take a day here and there. I'm going to try to do it during our normal season. It's getting, you know, we're fixing to have daylight savings time, right? So we probably won't be able to do it as much now, but when the, when we get to the into next year, we'll be able to do that. And it'll be exciting to get that student in a boat learning how to do that because a lot of times when they apply for a job or they go to work, that's one of the questions. Do you know how to back a boat up in a, you know down a boat ramp because they have to do that? Or do you know how to move a boat around or drive a boat? And a lot of students, you, you would think – that the majority of my students would be around boats, but the, it's actually almost probably, I would say 50% of them are not. They just like the idea of being out on, you know, out in the boats and, and starting to learn about it. And it can be challenging 
to a new employer to have a, a, a student come from our school that hasn't been in a boat. We are lucky that I have several students in the class that have boats or have uh, parents that have boats and they go out fishing and they invite each other to do that, go along with them. So they start seeing, you know, getting out in the boats and start seeing that opportunity as well. So they go out with different students fishing and stuff. So they're able to run boats with them or at least see them ran and understand the systems on the boat. So that that's helpful uh, to get them familiar with boats. When you, when you think about not knowing anything about a boat and getting in a boat, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy, isn't it? It is to me. You know? I grew up in a I, – I, I cannot comprehend that. Yeah, but it's, it's just – it's crazy that – what's really crazy is we take them from that level to working in a field, mm-hmm. to continuing education in the field through Yamaha and Mercury and Suzuki – and they're making a, uh, you know, from that not knowing a boat, not knowing a tool, moving up into the industry and becoming technicians, right? And I'm amazed that, that a lot of times I'm thinking, wow, how does that happen, you know? And it has to be the hard work of the student as well as me making sure that, you know, I'm staying in touch with them and making sure that they're, you know, learning what they need to learn. So, yeah, it's just uh, that this wasn't even part of what I was talking about today mostly, so I just kind of got on a tangent on that. But, it, yeah, it's just that we're just having a great time over there. Students are learning. I know we're getting ready to get into that slow part where we're getting ready to break for Thanksgiving and Christmas and also I'm trying to keep them engaged and moving into all that off time. And I don't think they want to take off, but, you know, we that's kind of how it works though when you're in a school district you take off those weeks to do that stuff so it's a it's a very exciting time for us and we're doing a lot of work over there so i had uh chris and mike they passed my uh v engine yamaha certification this week so a shout out to chris and mike they tested on uh I believe it was Wednesday. We're supposed to test on Tuesday, and something happened with the, the test center. We couldn't get them in there. So they were very patient. I want to give, just tell them thank you for the patience that they had because we scheduled this test. And you know how it is when you want to take a test. You're ready to go, right? Right. Get it over And with. you want to do it, right? Well, they came in, and it just wasn't working out. And the, t- the uh, Miss Wilson, who runs our testing center, because they have to go do a proctored test, and she's, like, on the phone with me back and forth. She says, I can't get it you know, approved by Yamaha. There were some issues there. Some people were on vacation or something. It just wasn't working out. And uh, so she finally got a, I made a phone call to Jeff Crane and Jeff Crane helped me. So we got all this worked out and they ended up testing on Thursday at six o'clock and they both passed their test. So a good shout out to them and, and uh, them being patient and understanding. And Miss Wilson, she is such a sweet lady. She runs our test center and uh, she was all worried, you know, and I was messing with her on the phone. I said, I said, they're down here just throwing a fit, Miss Wilson. I said, I don't know what I'm going to do with them. She's like, oh, my gosh. And she's like, send them up. I'll give them some candy or something. You know, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I said, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You know, so anyway, they passed the test. So a shout out to them. And, and last night during our What Did You Learn, uh, I, I really enjoy having, you know, older. I'm not going to say older. They're gentlemen that's been into the, in, out in the, been around a while, right? Chris and Mike are a couple of my older students, and um, they both like to give advice. Mike kind of likes to give a little funny advice. He's just a little more of a uh, character than, than you know, they, sometimes the students are like, are you serious? But, but Chris, he likes to give good advice and uh, talk about uh, learning. And last night he, we were talking about a, uh, the F-150 project that we were, we were working on where the students – 
actually had an issue with the engine. And Chris was kind of telling them, you know, when we worked on that same uh, motor doing the same thing for their certification, we had issues with it. And he says, you know, because we messed up, because we're learning. And he likes to tell my student, you're, you're in a learning environment. And the mistakes that you make, you learn from them and you do better. So it's, it's really nice to have people like that, students in my class that like to lead and help younger students in their learning experience. We need that. We need people that's been out here in industry. We need people that actually know how to hold a job talking to our younger people, right, about that kind of stuff. Because nowadays it seems that a lot of younger people don't have that, you know, that will or that understanding of how important it is to show up for jobs and how important it is to learn your career and that kind of stuff. So Chris and Mike, they helped me out with that, you know, and I, I like that. And it's kind of neat to have them, you know, talk to my students and, and uh, when we're doing our conversations in the classroom. So they did. He does a great job with us. This is a call-in show. You can call us or text us at 850-437-1620, 850-437-1620. I'd appreciate a call or text if you got a question or comment that I can take a breath here and, uh, you know, just take relax and listen to your question or comment <laughs> and then answer it for you. So, <laughs> no. Yeah, we love to do that. <laughs> So we also, we, I have the comment here. I said, they did it again. And, uh, we were, my two students last week, if y'all remember, we're working on the F-150, same students are having these issues with this, this project that they're working on. And they had another issue with it. And, you know, do you, I want to see if you believe this. There are schools around, you know, that do the same thing I do. They won't let students work on their engines. They, they just won't let them work on them because they break them. I think I've probably mentioned this before, but I've heard of this, where instructors are, don't let students work on the motors that the school mm-hmm. owns because they're afraid they're going to break them. I'm happy when they break them because they get to fix them. You know, so everything we have, when I walk you through my program, everything we have in there that's ours, students touch. They take them apart. They put them together, and they're going to break things. They're going to mess up. They're going to do that. And this scenario of taking this 150, you know, uh, V this, uh, 150, uh, certification, you have to take things apart. And they took the intake off and the VST vapor separator tank off the engine and they were putting it back together and we were, they were having a running issue. And you remember the week before they wouldn't start. And that's when they pinched the wire, right? We I talked about that. blowing the fuse. Well, this time they got that fixed and they're running it and the motor wasn't running correctly, shaking. Right. And I, so I walked over there and I looked at it and I said, you guys sure you got your adjustments, right? Your, 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 uh, TPS is, is, uh, correct. Throttle position sensor is correct and all that stuff. And I said, is all that correct? And they're like, yes. And I said, well, you need to tweak your adjustment. I said, you sure you got everything back in place? Are you sure you got your intake gaskets in place? Everything is correct there. So yes. I said, okay. So I'll walk away. And I wait, and I wait, and they come over to me, Mr. Schmidt, we need your help. I said, okay. So I come back over there, and I'm talking to them, and we're, I'm trying to get them into that troubleshooting mode and to say, okay, what do we need to do here to troubleshoot this motor? So we're sitting there watching it shake. I'm looking at the uh, the computer, and everything looks right. The perimeters look looks right. So when you see all that stuff on the outside that looks right, you have to go back to old school. 
and you have to troubleshoot an engine like it doesn't have all the computers and everything on it, on it, you know, and the fuel injection and all that. So I said, okay, let's do this. We've started pulling the injector wires off one at a time to see where the motor runs. So I pulled number one injector wire off and the motor didn't change. It kept shaking. I pulled the second one off and the motor start. You could tell that that motor, that cylinder was running and the third and fourth cylinder were running when I pulled them off. And I said, okay, we got something going on here. So let's swap spark plugs. We swapped spark plugs from a good running cylinder to the bad running cylinder. Okay. Cause they're telling me everything's okay. So we did that. The motor, nothing changed. That cylinder, number one cylinder still wasn't running correctly. So I said, well, you know, I said, let's swap injector. We ran an injector test and they ran the injectors ran. That's what puts fuel into the cylinders on electronic inje fuel injection. They ran, they operated, but that doesn't tell you that they're actually working. They could be clogged up. They could be dumping fuel, those kind of things. I said, all right, it won't take you but a second. Swap the injectors. So they swapped the injectors and still had the same problem. So I went back to them and I said, you know, that, that same question. I said, are you sure you put everything together right? And now they're thinking, hmm, maybe we didn't. Or maybe we had, you know, had an issue or something. So I went in, had one of my students go get some uh, fluid film. It's a, it's, a, a, it's a rust inhibitor. And I took the fluid film and I sprayed it down the intake where the intake meets the block, right? And when I sprayed it down the intake, the motor picked up and ran. So that immediately told me we had a intake leak. And, and everything was leading toward that, but I wanted them to walk through this process of troubleshooting where you take a good cylinder and a, and a bad cylinder as, as far as not running properly and maybe swap the spark plug just to make sure it's not a spark plug issue, something like that. And sure enough, they had pinched a gasket or actually cut the gasket on number one cylinder, so it was sucking air in behind the intake, causing that cylinder not to run properly. So we ended up having to order the parts, or they'll be in probably Monday or Tuesday, and they'll go back in there and they'll put this thing back together. But that was part of our learning experience. I said, y'all will never forget that, right? And I think that's the best learning. I do, too. And you do have a question real quickly before we go. How long is the basic Yamaha course? Okay, so you can't just take the basic Yamaha. You can take the first uh, outboard portion of it, 750 hours, and then take that course. So you have to take the first 750 hours. Okay. So that would be about the time frame. So we're getting to the end of the show again, aren't we? We are. All right. So I want to thank our sponsor, Key Marine Center of Northwest Florida. Key Marine located at 5621 Bayer Road here in Pensacola. And I want to thank our listeners today for listening. And uh, if you need Key Marine, give them a call, 850-492-0487. Remember, you can save 20% on labor right now. So make sure you take advantage of that. Where is this again? This is uh, Key Marine. They're located at 5621 Bayer Road here in Pensacola. Thank you, Stefan. Right, thank you. I'll see you next Friday. You have a great weekend. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster.